Welcome to the Living With Less podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea DeMattis, and I'll be bringing you weekly episodes to encourage and invite you along on this journey of living with less of the things getting in the way of our relationship with Christ. Here's today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Living With Less podcast. I first just want to say welcome. If you are new here, if you are tuning in for the first time, I'm so glad you're here. And if you have been along for this ride since the beginning, um, welcome back. I'm so honored that you have gone on this journey with me and just um, been encouraging to me and just sharing your guys' hearts with me along the way as God is obviously working in all of us and through all of us. And it's just been such a joy for me to get to journey alongside so many of you that without this kind of technology, we wouldn't be able to do this. And so it's just been such a blessing and I'm so thankful for all of you guys. So this week's episode is kind of piggybacking off of last week's. So last week's was the first episode back after my four-week break. Of podcasting and I just really sat with the Lord for four weeks and was just leaning into what he was asking of me and it was hard. Um, he was asking me to go to hard places and um, he was asking me to learn about the life of Moses and to sit with Moses for four weeks and go through Exodus and Leviticus and I was just, my heart was totally changed throughout these four weeks. And I know that that's a season that I'm going to always remember because it was just so specific um, to what I needed. So this week's episode is titled Let's Wrestle. When I think of the four weeks that I was just in, I feel like it was a wrestling match. I, When I hear about wrestling, you know, we think of two opponents. And a lot of times, I think when I'm in a season of wrestling, it is my flesh wrestling against my faith and the truth of what God has to say. And, or I find myself wrestling against the will of God, like the things that he wants for me that I'm not so sure is right, or it doesn't look the way I thought it was going to be. Like I'm wrestle against those things. And, you know, I cling to things that need to be removed and that causes a wrestling match. And, I just saw myself over these four weeks really being renewed and transformed in a way through that season of wrestling that I haven't really experienced before. And as I had said, you know, God really put on my heart to spend all four weeks um, with Moses and learning about his life and his story and not just, you know, the main parts of his story that we read in like the children's Bible stories. And not that it's bad that they're the big specific ones, but God really wanted me to see God's character in it. And I just learned so much about him through it all. But I remember sitting with Exodus chapter one thinking, God, what is going to come out of me reading this? Like, I know you're asking me to go to the harder books of the Bible to read that are just truly harder to read. Um, cause they are just, you know, very wordy and very detailed and sometimes not as, I guess you could say fun. I hate to even use that word, but you know, people love reading the new Testament because it's all about Jesus, but we have to go back to the old Testament to truly learn who God is and the character of him. And, 
you know, you see all the things prophesied before Jesus came and how Jesus fulfilled so many things. And so it is 100% necessary to do so. And I remember so sitting there with Exodus 1 thinking, okay, you know, is my faith going to be deeper? Or am I going to have a deeper amount of trust? Or am I going to pray deeper and more dependently on the Lord? Or is this just me choosing to obey what God's saying? Like I'm wrestling with these things. And something that was really brought to the surface for me, and I think a lot of you will relate to this, is our flesh is very reluctant. We are reluctant when God calls us um, to go against things that feel safe in our flesh. When God is challenging us in our flesh and challenging us in those areas of sin, we feel reluctant to go there. And I just kept feeling the Lord say to me, ask the hard things, say the hard things to me. And those felt very odd and different to me. And I had to sit there and wrestle with the thoughts of why am I so reluctant to asking God hard questions? And why am I so reluctant to saying hard things to him and saying things to him that um, I don't want to say I would feel ashamed of saying to him, but they aren't things that I feel like I should ever say to the Lord. And I had to really pray through that and say, okay, am I afraid to say these things? Am I too prideful to say these things? Am I scared of rejection if I say these things? Am I afraid that I won't trust the Lord if I say these things and maybe something doesn't happen? It was a really interesting, is one of the only words I can use to describe times when I'm sitting with those things about myself, like, okay, am I fearful? Am I prideful? Am I afraid of rejection? And it shows a lot about, I think, who we are in our fleshly desires when we start realizing, like, what are the things getting in the way of asking God hard things or saying things to him that for whatever reason we feel afraid of, even though he already knows our hearts, like he is all knowing And it's like, I find so much peace in that. But then when he asks me to actually say the things that he already knows are in my heart, I get uh, almost shy or nervous to say them. So a story that I have just been, I've tucked it away in my heart and was just praying that God would give me the opportunity to share it. I did not want to share it when it was not Um, his timing, but I really felt like this week was time for me to share it. So it was during this four week period. I think it was actually during this first full week of me going through Exodus and learning about Moses. And I was really, really struggling and I got in the car. I had um, just left my parents' house and I had Cam with me and Cam fell asleep in the car and I'm driving home And I really felt God just say, like, ask me, just ask me what you want to ask. And I have never been someone to, um, I don't want to say put God on the spot, but I've never asked him something and expected him to immediately answer it. Like that's never been the way that I pray about things. I'm not going to say that's wrong. 
at all, but that's just never been how I, I pray to him. And I just said to him, Lord, I feel like I pray for other people all the time. And I just want to know, I want to know, I may have even said I need to know. I think I said, I want to know. I want to know that one person, at least one random person in this world is praying for me without me needing to ask them. So I said out loud and you know, when you get like the Holy Spirit, um, goosebumps, I call them the Jesus chills. Um, I just like got those all over my body and I was like, wow, that was really interesting. So I'm driving home and I'm thinking, is there going to be something on my porch that says I'm praying for you? Or is there going to be, um, you know, a message in my inbox on Instagram that someone was praying for me and I get home and there's nothing on the porch and I check my Instagram. There's nothing in my inbox. And I was like, okay, Lord, well, Maybe that means it's going to happen sometime this week or maybe not even this week because you're outside of time. So maybe in a couple months and I just left it at that. Well, Cam would not um, go back down for his nap in his crib when we got home and I was really frustrated. So I thought, well, that's okay. I'll just bring him into our room and we'll just hang out and um, cuddle together. And it dawned on me, I was like, oh, I forgot I had a message from my friend, Brooke. I need to check that. And she had sent me this message while I was still at my parents' house, before I even got in the car and headed back to my house. So I was like, oh, I need to check that message. So I check my message and it's a video and I play it. And it is Brooke sitting there with her three-year-old daughter, and Brooke said, hey, Charles, we tried to FaceTime you, but you didn't answer. Um, so we thought we would take a video and send this to you. Kennedy, my daughter, found, I sent her a thank you card, found um, your card with this picture of you on it. And she just brought it up to me and said, mommy, who is this? And she told her it was her friend. And she said, can we pray for her? And they sent me a video of them praying for me. And it makes me so emotional because, first of all, God used a three-year-old little girl who does not know me. So very specifically answered the fact that I asked for a random person in this world, uses a three-year-old girl who finds my picture, and they send a video. And then I happen to look at the time. They sent the video 45 minutes before that prayer even left my mouth. And I just felt the Lord so boldly show me in that, that he truly is the God who sees he is all knowing. He already knew my heart. He knew my heart. He knew what I was going to say. He literally knew the words that I was going to speak before they ever left my tongue. And if you read Psalm 139, it promises that he knows every word before it leaves our mouths. And this was completely confirmed for me. And I called Brooke immediately bawling. I just, I could, I, I, it was incredible. Honestly, I still have no words to even describe what it felt like in that moment. And I know that God, he asked me to ask him the hard thing 
that I wanted. And I wanted to know that he saw me. I wanted to know right then in that moment that he saw me and he knew what I needed. And you know, there's, I think a part of us that feels ashamed to do that because it feels like so untrusting. And I feel like, you know, I have done so many things. I don't deserve him to even answer me in that way. And he did immediately. He did it before it even left my mouth. And I just want to, I hope that story just encourages you to know, like, God truly sees you. He knows all of your thoughts. He knows every hurtful thing that is just tearing you apart and ripping you apart. He knows it all. And he truly wants you to bring it all to him, to say it all to him. And something that God had really, really shown me over these four weeks, especially reading about Moses, God never breaks his promises, never breaks his promises. Um, I talked about John 15 last week and, you know, he says, abide in me and I will abide in you. And last week, um, you know, I talked about second Chronicles. And if you read the story of Jehoshaphat and their second Chronicles 20, it says over and over and over again in that story. I think it's th- three times Jehoshaphat claims the truth that we don't know what to do, but our eyes are fixed on you. We don't know what to do, but our eyes are fixed on you. It's stated at least three times. And then in Jeremiah twenty nine thirteen, it says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart, not some of our heart all of our heart. And I know that that's what God was asking of me. He was asking me to sit in his will. I don't know if that makes sense, but I just shared with someone earlier this week that I feel like in those four weeks, I literally was sitting in the will of God. He asked me to sit with Moses and I sat with Moses for four weeks. I either listened Um, When I was in the car, I was listening and listening to the reading of Exodus or I was reading it myself and just really soaking it in. And, And God showed me so many amazing things, but he showed me also that I am scared in my flesh, that my biggest thing that I do truly need to live with less of less of in my life is fear. Because I am hope filled in my faith when I am walking truly in the faith that I have in Jesus, I am hope filled like to the brim. And God just showed me that, that Chelsea, you have got to this fear, this fear that looks different in every season. Like we've got to work on that. That's got to be wrestled out. And I know God loves me so much and God loves you so much that he's going to do whatever it takes to have to wrestle that out of you. Wrestling seasons and our faith are so necessary. They are not comfortable. They're never comfortable. But it's in these seasons of wrestling that our pride gets brought to the surface. Um, I feel like that's when our doubts and the questions that we have get brought to the surface. I feel like these are the seasons when God shows us his word, his promises that we can hold up to the emotions that we're feeling and the things that we're wondering. Like God continues to show me over and over and over again 
how alive his word is. I remember texting, I think it was my mom. It was in the second week of those four weeks off. And I literally texted in all caps. It might've even been the day that Brooke sent me the prayer. I put, he is alive. His word is living in all caps. Like I was watching it in my life and God wants to reveal himself to us. God wants you to see him in everything, but we have to get out of our own way or God will get us out of our own way. If we are not going to submit, like I'm just being honest because I have always unfortunately been such an experiential learner and I've never been one to just take people's word for it. Well, you know, I've watched that happen in my faith And the Lord has literally knocked me down to my knees and I'm thankful for it. But I realize God loves me. And I've said this so many times on here. God loves me where I am, but he loves me too much to leave me this way. He doesn't want to leave things in the dark. He doesn't want to leave things undone in me. Jesus gives us wholeness. He wants us whole. And I realize we're not going to be whole on this side of heaven. We don't fully get to experience that until we meet our Lord and Savior and, you know, enter into eternity. But God wants so much for us here to feel peace and, you know, to understand his love and desire for us to be in this close relationship with him. And I felt God show me five truths that I hope encourage you in the way that they have encouraged me and just seeing um, his faithfulness in these. And the first one was, you know, I've learned and I know we've heard this hundreds of times from other people, but a hard season is always coming. It might not be right now, but it's around the corner and the hard is always different. It may be hard within your marriage. It may be hard at your work. It may be hard if you're a stay-at-home mom and you suddenly have a toddler that won't sleep through the night. Or it could be hard with your body. It could be hard with a family member's illness. The hard can just, it can be anything, but it's going to come. Something is going to come and we have to be ready in our faith, standing firm in the truths that God has given us. The second thing I felt God teach me so much in being in the Old Testament is God can handle my words. I don't need to be afraid to go to him with my mumbled, jumbled, mixed up words and questions and feelings. He just wants me to give it to him. He can't work through something that I'm not willing to let go of. And, you know, it says in Philippians 4, 6, that do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let all your requests be made known to God. And I love that it says, but in everything by prayer, we need to give him everything. The mumble jumbled prayers that don't make sense to us. They make sense to God. Like he fully understands them. And that completely blows my mind Because I know I have had conversations with the Lord that if someone else was sitting next to me, they would be like, what is going on with that girl? But God understands them and he understands our hearts. And so we need to go to him with those things. And remembering again, like I just said, 
God cannot start working in something that we are not willing to give up to him. He also concreted in my brain for the 9,000th time that I need to keep up my shield of faith. And that's in Ephesians 6, 16, to hold up the shield of faith, which will extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. I have to hold up that shield of faith and we have to take our thoughts captive to the Lord. And that's the only way that we're going to, you know, be able to combat the lies and combat the fear and combat the things of this world and the things of our flesh and the things of the enemy that are coming against us. Number four, and I love this and I just felt God so kindly show this to me but that he wants to reveal himself to you. He wants to reveal himself to me. He wants us to open our eyes and our ears and our hearts and see him in things and in a way that we would not normally see him when we're not thinking eternally, like that eternal perspective. It says in Psalm 25, 14, the friendship of the Lord is for those who fear him and he makes known to them his covenant. I felt so seen and overwhelmingly loved when my friend sent me that video of her and her daughter praying. And I know that God wanted to reveal himself to me in that moment. He wanted to show me big time that he knows all, he sees all, he is in control of all things. And he showed me that. But he would not have been able to show me that had I not asked him. And I see that and I'm understanding that. And, you know, I need to continue to dig more into that and to sit with people that understand things on an even deeper, more complex level than me. But I realize that God wants to reveal himself to me. He wants me to undeniably know and experience him here on this side of heaven. And I know he wants that for you too. And I don't say this in a way to, um, for, for people to feel like I'm saying to test God or tell him to do this or tell him to do that, because that's not what I mean. That's not sitting in the will of God. That's wanting your will to be done. But when you are truly in a humbled posture, asking God to show him that he sees you, not because you want him to be like a genie in a bottle because he's not, and he is not going to work that way, but because your heart is truly seeking him and you're sitting in his will, he is going to show himself to you. I don't know how, because he speaks to all of us in different ways, but he will, he will do that. And you know, one thing that I must say is because God is outside of time, you know, I've realized I can't put a a time constraint or a number of days or something on God's plans um, unless he would give me like a very specific number or a specific something. But when I prayed to know, like I wanted to know immediately, but you heard me say when I just shared that story that like I realized, okay, God's outside of time. This could be a couple of days. This could be weeks. It could be months. I don't know. But he did answer it immediately, which was amazing. But just be aware and understanding of that, that because he's outside of time, things have to happen in his timing. And number five, the last thing that I really felt him revealing to me was to ask for his will, to ask him to truly place me in his will and to sit in it and not want to run out of it if it's uncomfortable. 
and to not clench my way through the hard things, but to truly open-handedly walk through hard things and see what he's trying to do in and through me and in and through those around me and just be that way and be okay with being that way because that's what he asks of me. And another story that I want to share before I wrap this up, I thought this was so cool. And I just, again, want to point to the fact that like God wants you to always be leaning into him. You know, he talks about, again, back in Psalm 139, you know, he hems us in behind and before us. Like he knows all things. He sees us when we're sleeping. He sees us when we're awake. And it was this past Sunday night uh, or Saturday night. I was went to bed, woke up um, in the middle of the night and just felt kind of hazy, you know, went back to sleep. And in my dream, plain as day was a dry erase board that someone was holding up. I, I don't know who the someone was, but there was a dry erase board held up in front of me that had, um, first Thessalonians five eleven written on it. And it was like, it was so perfectly written. And I'm pretty sure it was in like that tealish green dry erase color, just so you can get the visual, but it was written perfectly on this dry erase board. And I woke up and I like reached for my phone. This is then when I woke up in the morning, i reached for my phone. I was like, what on earth does that verse say? And, um, it's first Thessalonians five eleven, and it says, therefore encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. And the whole reason I want to share that is God wants to speak to you all the time when you're awake, when you're sleeping, when you're at work, when you're at home, when you're doing the dishes, when you're going out for a run, like God always wants to talk to you and no, he might not write something on a dry erase board or write something in the sand, but we have to start reading between the lines when we're looking for the Lord. Like sometimes things aren't perfectly, you know, right front and center in front of us, but sometimes they are, and we can't overlook those either. But I share that story about the dry erase board just to show you that I know God is trying to tell me something in that. And it just happened this past weekend. So I'm sitting with it and I've been reading first Thessalonians and and reading more about it. And I feel God convicting me with it, but I also feel him encouraging me with it. So to also remember that when God speaks to us, sometimes it's not this warm, cozy thing, but it can also be in a place of conviction and needing again to wrestle things out of us and bring things to light that we're hiding away or that we're just not willing to work on. Like he's going to bring those to the surface and he's going to point them out, but also he is going to send you the things and show you, excuse me, not send you, but show you the things that make you feel loved, whether it be a word from somebody at church an encouraging message that you get, maybe it's a verse in your dream. Maybe it's, um, when you're doing your devotional or you're reading the word, like something just truly stands out to you in a different way. Like that's how the Lord is speaking to us. And we have to be in tune with that and we have to be willing to receive it. And so I just pray that you are willingly 
um, sitting with your hands open. Those four weeks were really, really hard for me. It was a very uncomfortable place, but I'm so thankful for them. I prayed that before I sat down to record this, that God, thank you for those four weeks and for allowing my hands to be open and to sit in your will. Like there's nothing sweeter than that. Even though it was uncomfortable, there's a sweetness about it. And so I just pray this week as you are out in the world that you have your kingdom eyes on. You have that eternal perspective on looking for the Lord and looking for the things he's trying to show you and reveal to you and speak to you and just the ways he's trying to love on you. So I'm just, again, I'm so thankful that I get to walk this out with you guys and share this. And I just pray that it encourages you in a really tender way, but also in a bold way that makes you... I don't know, run Godward, like run for him, run for what he has for you and what he wants for you and run to his word and just sit with the things that um, might be hard, but you can take them to him. And he wants nothing more than to join in that with you and reveal himself to you. So I pray that you guys have had um, a really great week and that you have a really great rest of your week. And I will talk to you guys next Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. You can find everything we talked about at chelseadematis.com. If you have any questions, please reach out over social media. I'd love to chat. If you enjoyed today's episode and are loving the podcast, I would be so honored if you left a review on iTunes or shared on social media. Your kind words and encouragement mean the world to me. And I pray to continue showing you God's grace over my life as you all journey this out with me. Wherever you find yourself listening today, know that you were fully loved and fully known by God.